Hey everyone, my name is Xiao and I'll be your host for this episode. Today we'll be hearing about Emerge Connecticut, a social enterprise working to assist formerly incarcerated people in integrating back into their communities. In 2018, the Prison Policy Initiative reported that of the 60,000 people under so-called correctional control in the state of Connecticut, 45,000 were on probation or parole. That means 75% of people who are in some way in the prison system in this state are on the spectrum of reentry. They're not behind bars. And these numbers, like the numbers on incarceration nationally, are heavily stacked against Black people. A national report out of Columbia University's Justice Lab in 2020 found that Black people were almost three times more likely to be placed on probation and four times more likely to be placed on parole than white people. What does that all mean for reentry work in New Haven, a highly segregated and heavily policed city? I'm Jess Yu, and I'll be talking today with Rich Watkins, who at the time of this interview was a supervisor peer mentor, and now is the personal development coordinator at Emerge Connecticut, a nonprofit social enterprise that seeks to support formerly incarcerated people as they integrate back into their families and communities in the greater New Haven area. Before we get into the conversation, though, I want to underscore the importance of talking about reentry in this moment, where public support for real substantive alternatives to policing and incarceration is growing after the uprisings against police violence this past summer. As I've learned more about reentry through assisting the administrative team at Emerge, I'm seeing how reentry support can be a significant part of confronting the prison system. It often seems to sit on the margins of more popular discourse around mass incarceration, but I think it's actually a crucial place in which communities and organizations can confront anti-Blackness and our desires to punish people within our geographies, our economies, our imaginations. Rich and I are going to talk about what Emerge is, why it's a little different than most reentry organizations, and what it means to take action in the context of imprisonment, policing, and coming back home. Name is Rich Watkins. Um, I'm a peer mentor, supervisor peer mentor at Emerge. Um, I've been at Emerge for about three years now. August will be three years I've been here. Um, came through the training program. Um, and it was something different from the gate, like me coming here, understanding it, because it, it was the reality of the question, a question was asked about um, being incarcerated before, be, before being incarcerated, how many people have gotten a job, had a job, and the majority of us raised, raised their hands. So in that, in that light, it just made me realize that it's bigger than just having a job. Um, so mm-hmm. that kind of made me like stick around even more, longer. I went through the program, I was here for about six, seven months. I was um, given, I, I, I became assistant supervisor from supervisor, I became the um, parametric supervisor. I'm a native of New Haven, group born and raised here in New Haven, Connecticut. Rich joined Emerge in 2018 as a crew member. Since then, he's joined as a full-time staff person and leads Emerge's programs, especially in coaching new crew members toward achieving their personal goals. I spoke with Rich about his experience in the program and why he made the decision to become a mentor to other crew members. Uh, one thing that stuck with me, um, I think it was during the orientation and we was asked, multiple questions is one of the questions we was asked was how much time do we 
doing the system? Did we give the system? And a majority of us have done years, a lot of time. And it was sad. All right, since you gave them all that time, give yourself six months. And for me at that time, I'm like six months, because I'm like on the fence about the whole situation, about being here. I was just released probably like a month and a half previous. So I knew that I didn't want to go back to the streets. I, I knew that. But my mind was still adjusting to a new reality of life. And I really ain't know what was going to really work out. So I'm like six months. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to give myself six months. But in that, in that process of me sitting here, I really didn't want it to work. I did not want the six months to work. I didn't care because I wanted a reason to go back to my old habits. And after six months, because I really clocked the six months and I looked back at my life and realized that so much has changed. And in that moment, I also realized that my feelings and emotions about life was different. I wasn't stressing my old stresses of possibly going to jail or getting hurt in the streets. It was totally different. It was about me actually establishing myself. So that six months turned into a year. And I looked back from that year and started realizing that a lot of my goals, plans, ideas, thoughts that I had for decades, I was checking them off. Um, so that kind of, for me, I like to be authentic with myself first. And for me, I was like, wow, this works. And it's not because, it's not because someone said it does and I just believed it, it's because I actually lived it. So for me, I, I allow myself at in that point to set and be like, you know what? I'm just going, this it became my new life. My emerge for me doesn't, it's not my job. I'm here five days a week. Um, normally the shop closes around 3.30, 3 o'clock. Emerge is 24 hours a day. Me mentoring is 24 hours a day. It's a lot of reasons why I do certain things for the simple fact that this company has, they have faith in me. Um, to be a mentor, to be a supervisor, to have my own little, my, my desk in the building, me to be doing this podcast, me to have um, newspaper articles, um, me to have talks at Yale, um, Quinnipiac, all these things, allowing people from, from my past to experience these things, it gives you a certain drive, energy. Um, I'm able, I'm a voice for my brothers and sisters that's incarcerated right now that don't have a voice. I'm a voice for the people that don't, are, are scared to speak or don't know how to speak up. Um, so that's my drive right now. That's, 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 that's for me, emerges life. It's my life, honestly. Rich also spoke about his perspective on his role as a peer mentor and the impact he has on others who are considering joining Emerge. I'm now, I'm like a, a visual effect of what could, what's, what's possible. Um, there's actually been quite a few individuals that came through the program due to seeing me being successful here. Um, knowing my, my, my past, my track record of um, being in the streets, so on and so forth. And quite a few individuals have like literally came here and said, I'm only here because I see what Rich is doing now. So, and the impact with that, that's that also um, goes with my, my job title, peer mentor. And my objective as a peer mentor is not to mentor people with information. Um, I strive to mentor with action, to show and prove that things can actually happen when you apply yourself. One of the things about Emerge that draws me in 
is seeing the kind of community effort that Emerge is. That your presence and your work at Emerge brings in more people from New Haven and is changing the city. Rich has previously told me that Emerge is different from the other reentry programs he's been part of because the objective is different. And a big part of it is supporting people in understanding their own platform and their own voice. I asked for Rich to expand on this. Well, Emerge, the difference of this program is that um, a majority of time, a lot of all the programs I went to in my past, it was people that was striving to explain a different way of life, but did not have my background. At Emerge, we have the concept, um, the slogan, each one teach one. So there's no one here in this building that is less than anyone or too too far above anyone. We all hold each other accountable. I'm able to go into my office, into the office, and have a conversation with my boss about something that I feel is not correct. He'll sit and listen, and if it's valid, he'll begin to apply it or remove it from the um the program. Also, like being here, everyone everyone we have like different programs so on so forth that everybody voices heard. And Emerge gave me the platform and other people that come through this program, the platform for situations like this, to be on this podcast, to express myself genuinely, authentically about what really took place with me and what's taking place in the system. Um, normally, from past programs I've been in, we're kind of like silenced and just giving information and told what to do. We never actually allowed to come up with being a, 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 a critical thinker. Being able to, per se, what they say, constructive criticism, what I like to choose the word, I like to choose um, giving someone information, feedback on whatever it may be, may, may be going on. That's the difference of Emerge. Like everyone here is has a voice. The most important person at Emerge is the person that just came to the program. And that's kind of like the overall objective here, like is, is, is everyone pushed forward one foot in front of the other one. Emerge fosters this culture of accountability and empowerment through programs like Real Talk. Real Talk is it's a, a, a group session, a therapy session, honestly, where every Friday is mandatory for each individual crew member and staff as well. Someone comes up with a topic one week and the following week, we um, all strive to come together and give our understanding of what the topic means to us personally. And the highlight about that is our we give an understanding of what it means to us personally. So each individual of that concept or whatever someone come up with or idea um, is able to express themselves genuinely about what it is. And it's, it's, it's so amazing because sometimes you have a situation or a concept or whatever it may be. And by the time that topic is passed around the room, it's, it'll change your train of thought of the way you see things. The real talk is actually like the jewel, one of the biggest jewels of Emerge. You have alumni, people that have been, like Emerge has been established about 10 years ago. And it's people that have left on, alumni that have been going for six, seven years that still come back here for real talk on Fridays. Um, it's some that when asked in surveys, what would they like the, the, um, to still be implemented? And they want sessions of Emerge, um, um, of, of real talk. It's a real setting, the setting is it's genuine. Also, it forms camaraderie because in those meetings, in those sessions, sometimes brothers, people express themselves about real concerning things that they may be dealing with, but don't want to talk to nobody about. So we call it telling on yourself in those moments when someone expresses something that's really bearing on them 
and we're all able to give them feedback in the system or just phone calls, texts throughout the weekend, so on and so forth. I remember talking with some alumni in the summer of 2020, and Real Talk came up over and over again as one of the major reasons why Emerge worked for them. It truly is the heart of Emerge. I kept hearing it's where family is built, which is really incredible. And beyond this type of community building, there's also a robust personal development program, which is part of the unique model at Emerge. Rich is at the fore of cultivating this. I asked him to share more. I think that I know that um, the personal development aspect is like just as important as real talk. Once you understand the concept of personal development, it just assists you, gives you a clarity on consistently moving forward, checking off goals, working on goals, not just external, but internal as well. Also, what, what runs hand in hand with personal development is emotional intelligence. We don't understand that without emotional intelligence, anything you develop personally, um, anything you develop can be destroyed without emotional intelligence. Being conscious of your thoughts, your feelings, and emotions, and being able to actually sit with those thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and being able to express them properly. So personal development for me has given me a new understanding of what freedom is. And for me, to me, I have a concept that I use on a regular basis, a phrase is saying, which says no ceilings, keep pushing. So there's no limitations. And the only limitation that you put on is the only limitation that can actually be set is you setting it by yourself. Also, what goes along that with that is the greatest competition in life will be yourself. Um, so the personal development aspect, it assists people in looking at life in a bigger, in a bigger view. I, since being here, I've established my own LLC company this past December. Um, multiple other goals that I've checked off and I'm still working on right now. Personal development has given me an anxiety for success. I'm always working. I know people heard it saying no days off. I never get a day off. I'm always at work. There's always some work that needs to be done. And as far as like with the crew members go with, with the personal development aspect, as I said previous that as a paramentor, my objective is to be a mentor through action. So now as people are coming into the program, new people are coming in, people that's already here right now, they're also seeking establishing their own business, entrepreneurship. So that's kind of like my drive also is to push people towards that. Cause I think that personal development and entrepreneurship runs hand in hand as well. It's you not setting limits on knowing that feeling like you have to get a job. Why not create your own job? Why not take a little bit, a couple of dollars and go buy bottles of water and get uh, a tax ID number and sell bottles of water on the side. And the understanding of giving people the understanding from my point of the difference from someone just being a hustler from being in the streets to an entrepreneur, entrepreneur pays taxes. So I kind of highlight to the individuals that's just coming into the program, those that's here right now. So right now it's a lot of people that's here that's working on entrepreneurship. The personal development work at Emerge goes hand in hand with its mission to open up stable economic pathways for formerly incarcerated people. Emerge offers a holistic support system for reentry, where personal development, coaching, and peer mentoring work together to encourage crew members to see themselves as entrepreneurs in the broadest sense of the word, even beyond business ventures, as entrepreneurs of their own lives. We look at the term Emerge to understand the importance of action for crew members and staff. 
we look at the word, the term emerge, it's an action word. It doesn't say sit still, it's action. So emerge is based, for me, it's, it's based upon action. Whether it's you processing thoughts to get to the point of doing something physically or actually doing something physically. And that's like the host, we have a concept here, we're, we talk about, um, I can't say the name of it right now, but anyway, long story short, the whole process is about, it's all about action. It's not about being stagnant. We do at points in time maintain things, but the reality is put one foot in front of the other one. When I looked up the concept of the personal development um, online, because I didn't even know it was a real concept enough. I just thought they came up with this phrase and put it together. And they came up with a graph and at the top, actually it was a pyramid. And at the top of the pyramid, it was self-actualization, achieving that potential, the highest potential. And I'm so embedded in so, so, so like geared on personal development. I see myself never reaching my full potential. I have no ceilings. Um, and I express that energy on a day-to-day -day, day -day basis with gentlemen here as well. I asked Rich to expand on the connection between building up emotional intelligence and the work of personal development and how this creates a culture of vulnerability at Emerge, especially when engaging with Real Talk. Real Talk gives you, uh, it's an avenue to become more comfortable with being uncomfortable, to be vulnerable. It's a Real Talk conversation. And during Real Talk, I cry quite a few times and I've laughed quite a few times. So it kind of assists you in removing them layers of being over-masculine, um, understanding that Anger is a secondary emotion, accepting the fact that I feel hurt, I feel disrespected. That's why I feel upset. And also being able to express that. Like uh, we know as men, a lot as men, we normally express um, discomfort with anger, with being mad, but being able to process them thoughts and being able to have a conversation with someone. Maybe not in that moment because your emotions are too high and understanding that emotional intelligence, but taking time to um, center yourself again and come back and have these, these conversations. And that's kind of like emerge, emerge. One thing about emerge, if you hold on and harbor too much emotions, you don't know how to deal with your emotions, this program would not work for you. Um, I was saying that emerge is for everybody, but everybody's not for emerge. So here, as I said, we hold each other accountable. So you will have a conversation with someone about something that you could be doing better. It's not that you're doing something wrong, but you could be doing it better. Um, and that's kind of like what keeps everyone pushing forward. We lead by example. It's each one teach one here through and through. This each one teach one philosophy means that each individual takes accountability for themselves and contributes to the atmosphere at Emerge. Our objective is to meet people where they're at. So I'm Rich Watkins. We don't want another Rich Watkins walking through the door. We need you to come in and be you for where you're at in life, and we can assist you and in, 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 in to go into the next level. So that's kind of like also what makes it greater in the, the family atmosphere. I text crew members, call crew members on weekends. I remember like a few weeks ago, a crew member called me and asked me, what do I think about him buying, purchasing a TV? I said, you know what I think. He's like, what, what you want to tell me? Your regular speech? Yes. My concept is invest over purchase, right? And he's like, all right, Rich, I got you. But for me, 
the feeling for someone to call me on the weekend while they're with their partner and ask me, should they buy a TV is valuable. That's like amazing. Emerge's programming includes some group classes, including Circle of Security Parenting, Financial Empowerment, and a restorative food justice program to help crew members build a variety of skills. We have like multiple programs, like one of them we had a parenting class. Um, the parenting class, they call it parenting class. I call it communication class. It gives you a greater understanding sometimes of what kids are asking for and also what adults are asking for, whether it be your mate, your mom, your brother, your sister, your niece and nephew. And the expansion now, this is why, like we're talking about platform. We're now doing a food justice class that someone has over the past year and a half, which is my partner, um, Maurice Kidd. Um, he, he's in to health foods and we're exercising so on and so forth. So he's always striving to educate people about taking care of their body. And this year, I think we're in like the fifth or sixth um, session of the food justice class. And like I said, this was an idea of uh, a crew, once a crew member, now staff member, and he brought it to our boss's attention. And he's like, yo, it's a go. So us expanding as far as when it comes to like programming is endless. Anytime it's something that we feel is needed, we take feedback from everybody, from each from the crew members to staff and people that we network with. So our expansion is here. We, we definitely move forward. Like I said, the food justice program, this is our first year doing it and it's going great because I never understood the reality of um, the importance of farming and how farming is actually power. Land is power, more way bigger than a dollar. I spoke with Rich about the wide range of programs Emerge offers, how it plays into the success of Emerge crew members, and what this success means for individuals and for Emerge at large. The success of this company is individuals. Um, seeing people actually develop into something other than what they was when they walked through the door. Not even develop into something other, but able to utilize their person on the other side other than indulging in negativity. That's when we had that concept code switching. Um, but anyway, the, the, the benefits of Emerge is seeing people develop. And we had just a few weeks ago, it was a, um, a meeting, we was outside, the mayor stuff was there. And it, it wasn't based about funding, but our funding is, is, is complicated and difficult sometimes. As previous you read in the opening statements, you talked about um, individuals mm -hmm. that's on probation thousands of people that's on probation. And it's hard for Emerge to assist those on probation because our funding doesn't come from probation. It comes from the Department of Correction. So a lot of individuals that come here, we do what we can to not turn people around or turn people somewhere else. But if we have more funding for just everybody overall um, that just was released from incarceration, it'd be a, a great help. And the process of us being here, understanding that the success of Emerge is the success of people having these alumni come come back here, expressing how they're business owners now, how they're in unions, they purchased their first house, so on and so forth. Like those are the things that makes Emerge successful. It's not about the funding. We say, what we do here, we'll, we'll assist you in whatever it is that you're striving to, you're striving to engage in adults as long as it's positive and with employment or mental health. Wrapping up, Rich offered some words of wisdom for young people striving toward their goals. My advice would be go for it. Everything, every, everything that you put your mind to is obtainable. 
long as you, it has to make sense, you got to be willing to sacrifice. I believe that no goal is obtained without sacrifice. And knowing and understanding that the only person that can stop you is you. I don't, I, 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 I don't take no for an answer. I'm like, okay, fine. That door is not there. I'm going to create my own over here. It's understanding that having that drive and motivation, that ambition, knowing and understanding that now I understand, I fully understand that my life that I have is not just my life. My life is for people that I come in contact with. It affects people that surround me. So for people that's right now thinking about their next step or moving on, know and understand that. Know that there's no silence. Know that you have to keep pushing. Know that the greatest competition in life is yourself. And from there, all, get, all goals are obtainable. Nothing can stop, only you. This has been Elm City Speaks. Thank you so much for listening.